Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie. I'm Janelle Cameron. Hi there, I'm Leslie Pearson. And today we're going to tell you about nine houses that are listed in the city under 700000 Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team, the podcast that helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hey everyone, welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, yeah, we're going to give a, an interesting topic today we thought might be kind of fun and talk about some houses that are actually listed under 700000 Um doesn't mean they're going to stay under 700000 but it's a good place to start, right? The asking price is under seven hundred. Yeah. Yeah. There's only nine of them in all of the city. <laughs> and some of them don't even really look like they're worth $700,000. Um, but first, we promised we would talk about our uh, sale from last week, that one in Mississauga I was mentioning, that was crazy activity, right? Um, how many times did you show it, Leslie? Like, I think four. I think four. Mm-hmm. I knew way more than that. Well, yeah. Well, I didn't show it myself very much. No. I think three. Yeah. Um, but there were... 220 showings <laughs> in six days. And let me tell you, they were, we were full because the way it works with COVID right now is that you only get 30 minute time slot and you can't double book. And so obviously all the good times went fast. So I had people showing up at six in the morning. There were people showing up at midnight. Well, and you were lucky because it was vacant. So you were able yeah. to do that um, in other circumstances. Yeah. Um, if you're in a you know in a building where, for example, where you can't be in maybe before ten, or if you have the homeowners living there, you don't even have that option. But yeah, yeah this is a consequence of COVID that you have to kind of uh, you can't overlap and you have to have um, space. And so you know people are, you know, I had people say to me, you know, I've I've taken longer to look for shoes yeah. than than I'm allowed to look at this house. That's and, right. And make a major decision. <laughs> this is yeah. crazy. And I like, said, sorry, this is crazy. Is. You want it? Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, it, I felt bad for people. Like mm-hmm. I had agents calling him. And I think for the last two or three days, we were fully booked. Mm-hmm. Um, like by Wednesday, we were booked for Saturday yeah. from. 7 a.m. until like 7 Mm p.m. or 8 p.m. I think it was and Mm -hmm. I said to somebody I remember saying well we've got an appointment at 8 30. Why can't companies why can't I just go and double up because you can't. Now going into this listing you would never have expected this would you? Not no. Yeah. Um, I mean I knew it would be a pretty good sale but I didn't think it would be like that. and, you know, to make a long story short, we got we had 53 offers. So how many appointments did you say? 220? 220. 220 converted into more than 50 offers. Yeah. That's pretty pretty darn good. Yeah, that's better than mm-hmm. most. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was, it was really something. I, I don't... Every once in a while, like, I have a property that I'm selling or I see a property that for some reason everybody wants and I can't quite mm-hmm. always wrap my finger around it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really in demand. I mean, people loved it. And the other interesting thing about it is it needed, we had a list for eight ninety nine. So obviously that's part of the, mm-hmm. you know, we list low to get this kind of activity, but no, well, not that, that much activity. 
But um, part of the thing is, you know, I anticipated it would go to a builder. Right. Because it needs a lot of work. It's it's very retro and it's a great shape, but it's, you know, it's Yeah, it original. needs updating. But the key thing you just said is that it was in great shape. Yeah. So it didn't just appeal to builders. The it people didn't. I showed it to could very happily imagine living there as is for, yes. for a while. And yeah. almost everybody who offered, that was the situation they were in. So it wasn't builders. It ended up being... Only primary. a few. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Now, of the 53 offers, I was probably in talks with only 10 or 12 of them. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, people are throwing in offers. I've never even heard of these people before. I don't even know if they could... If they'd shown it, like I'm usually pretty organized, but it was so far past that that I was not even able to keep up with the request for the uh, home inspection. Mm-hmm. So um, it was, it was, and it was work. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I was managing all that. Activity. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 It's and certainly in a situation like that, because of the um, popularity of it in the bookings, it, it rules out, I guess, buyers doing their own home inspection. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just, there's no time mm-hmm. to do it. And why would they, I mm-hmm. mean, we've got a perfectly good one there anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was interesting. And it, it also, it crossed my mind because I heard somebody say this about a different listing, not this one in particular. Uh, but it made me realize, and I thought it was worth mentioning here, that getting 53 offers or getting multiple offers on a property does not come by fluke. Right, and I'm I'm going to give credit to all the realtors out there who work hard to do the things right in order to get that kind of activity. There is some belief out there that you stick a sign on the lawn, and that's all it takes to sell a home and do well, and it's not true. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that, and and, I, and it sounds like I'm saying this to justify myself. I'm not. Um, I'm saying it to kind of you know say this on behalf of everybody out there who does our job is that if you price it correctly and you market it effectively and you do the staging and you do the cleaning and you make it show well and you present it to the world in the right way, that's why you end up with a good sale. Mm -hmm. It doesn't just happen. And because since that time, I've had people saying to me, will you come and sell my house or, you know, but I don't want to pay full commission or I don't want to, you know, it's so easy to sell a house. All you have to do is, you know, put it for sale. Everybody wants it. And that's not the case. And you'll see that. Mm -hmm. People will see that Mm -hmm. if they try to just take that approach. And Mm -hmm. so I sometimes feel like we don't, we, the general we, just, we, you know, mm-hmm. we don't get enough credit for how hard we actually work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I see that with a lot of people. I mean, there, there's a reason why. I mean, there are certain realtors out there that, that just do consistently well every house they list. They, they do very well. It's not, it's not an accident, people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, whoever you work with, remember that um, money matters. You get what you pay for. Yes. That's true and everything. It is. I have it a really conversation is. so many times, yeah. 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 Now, without betraying any confidences, like, I often wonder, like, like, I like to do a study statistically to find, like, what is kind of the magic number of both appointments and offers? Because my, I don't know anything about what you looked at or what you received, um, but, you know, my gut is, and you've mentioned 10 to 12, that really, that might be the sweet spot. 
mm-hmm. and the other 40 are all, almost irrelevant. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I, I will tell you, and I think I can say this, right? I, I'm allowed to say I don't what know the what offers you're gonna say. were. I know I offered. Yeah. I had a great offer. Yeah, that's great. And you probably never even pat, like looked at it. No. Um, okay, so mm-hmm. I, I think I, I can see this because it's public information. So yeah. we had a list for eight ninety nine. It sold for one point four. Yeah, that is that was higher than I anticipated. Yeah, <laughs> there was one offer out of the fifty three that was under a million. Okay, and it was nine sixty. Mm-hmm. Um, there were six offers over one point three. Okay, and of those. Six, three of them were over 1.35. Okay. Every other offer, I would say not every one, but most of them came in around 1.15. That seemed to be the number. Which is actually, I guess this is not betraying any confidence either. That's about what I thought it was worth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, clearly not. Mm-hmm. Um, so were any conditional? No. Uh-huh. And that was the other thing. Normally, and this is this is interesting. I did want to talk about this. Normally, when you get a ridiculous number of offers, a bunch of them are shit, right? Yeah. Like there's, mm-hmm. there's conditions in there, you know, stupid conditions, right? The missing information, the money sucks. Like usually there's, you know, some idiot's offered eight ninety nine and and you know with three conditions. None of that. It w- they were all clean, every single one of them. Every single one had a good deposit. And everyone, almost everyone, brought sent in a photo of the deposit. And again, these are things we ask for. So mm-hmm. when I'm sending out offer instructions, I'm telling people, you're not going to be considered unless you have a photo of your check, of your bank draft. Mm-hmm. You must have a photo of the bank draft. I do not want to see any conditions because you're not going to win if you have one. Mm-hmm. You know, we want... We're going to take the best offer, so don't ask me to come back to send you back for more because just send in your best. We're, we're going to have too many. So all of that then brings in the strongest offers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and I think if you're smart and you know that you need a condition, this is not the house for you. You right. can't compete with 52 other people. No. Good. So people got that message. People got that message. So um, I, I was impressed by that because that's it's not always like that, right? Mm-hmm. Usually yeah. you get some weirdness no. happening for mm-hmm. sure. So all in all, I was... It was quite an experience. It was. It was. Uh, that's the most offers I've ever. It's received. by far the busiest I've ever heard of. Yeah, me. I think so too. It's got to be a record, mm-hmm. and it would be interesting to see, uh, like Broker Bay or Showing Time, which are the companies that analyze showing statistics. I bet this one particular house has completely skewed the statistics for last week, <laughs> um, which is fascinating. But uh, way to go for my sellers. The best part of the story is that um, my seller. Sellers were my main contacts for sellers. Were selling it on behalf of their mother, who has gone into a home and needs every penny she can get for her care. And care is expensive. And so I think, I mean, what a great news story. She deserves every penny of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nice. They must have been thrilled. I think so. Yeah, well, I think so. Well, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, probably a little bewildered. Um, so, okay, so that was that good news story, and uh, <laughs> I, I haven't had one like that in a long time. You know what the last one was I had like that? Was that one, uh, you were the buyer when we, we when we did not work together on Landfair. Was that like that? It was insane. I think I had 
30 offers or something like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. And back in that day, people were coming mm-hmm. and they were all waiting outside. Yes, I remember doing that. Yeah, which mm-hmm. was asinine. Mm-hmm. And you were the lucky yeah. the lucky buyer. Yeah, that was a great experience. That's a great house. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a great house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was great another area. one. I was like, great oh area. my God, people love this. Yeah, right. And had gold-plated, right. uh, <laughs> gold-plated fixtures in the bathroom. <laughs> that was something. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Oh, good for you. That's great. Good yeah, for, and it was good. good it was just a good and a good, happy a good buyers. So they're end users. Yes, older woman. Older uh, woman. parents. Or sorry, her daughter um, and family live nearby. She wanted to be closer to the grandkids. I mean, it just it was so perfect a single all person around. on their own. Yep, perfect all around. Local agent who knows. Yep. Yeah. 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 So I think it sounds like all West right. Toronto. Everything mm-hmm. about it was good. Mm-hmm. Everything about it was good. It was and. and that was the other thing, like the top agents that I had been top by top by meaning like the people who had the best offers. The nicest bunch of people and so respectful and working so hard for their clients and you know just great, mm-hmm. good, just a good experience all around. Sometimes I, <laughs> you know, you lose faith in the in the uh, industry. Sometimes you deal with crooked people and then you have all these wonderful people and it's like uh, this is great. Yeah, yeah. There's um, there's a w- wide range of um, professionalism and experience in the city. There sure is. Yeah, yeah. And more and more every day. It, yeah. uh, Doug, my my coach, just reminded me that there are sixty two thousand realtors now in Toronto. So it's uh, they can't all be good. <laughs> no, I came across one not so great yesterday, and uh, it still has me kind of giggling to myself. Oh, you might, okay. Shaking. Do tell. Do tell. So um, this is uh, an agent working for buyers who successfully bought a listing of mine. And it's a firm deal. It's going to happen, going to close. It's going to change hands shortly. Sometimes when that happens, things come up between the offer acceptance and the closing date that require um, a change or an update to the agreement. And so we fill out some paperwork called an amendment. So this agent called, and um, I didn't want to be rude, but <laughs> how do I do this without being rude? But it was a situation where I had to repeat back what he was saying to me because I didn't, wasn't confident that I was understanding what he was saying. Right. So that was the first problem. Right. So secondly, so what he ended up calling about is that this is, I'm being very long-winded here. He needed to do one of these very common amendments. Now, a a seller doesn't have to accept the amendment, doesn't have to sign it, doesn't have to agree to it. They have a firm deal. Uh But I told my clients about it, and they were willing to to sign it. It's not a big deal. So all he had to, to formalize the change to a binding contract, is send this form that's called an amendment. Well, he... I guess essentially made up his own form. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. That wasn't all in English, and that was missing some key components of a binding contract. Oh, no. Um, And uh, I did... uh, Did he not understand... Did he not know about amendments? Uh, Yeah, well, his answer was that he works in commercial, um, doing very big deals, and in commercial, we don't do amendments, and anyway, just to say, our conversation was, first of all, that amendment shouldn't be done, and that he thought he could make his own form, um, and it didn't have to be in English, and uh, (laughs) (laughs) it it was just, I ended up... um, emailing it out of interest to one of our managers 
who, you know, agreed with me that he was completely mm -hmm. inappropriate and no lawyer would ever sign off on this. Right. And, um, and I got back with that supporting evidence to this buyer's agent that he was in the wrong. And, <laughs> like, I think they were going to fight. I think that they were... Uh, oh, no. They were some biting words. Get out. Exchanged. Some really? fighting words, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so... Uh, that was interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the I stuff you have to deal thing. with. It, like, <clears throat> it's uh, like text was sideways in another language. And oh, there was no vocal. It was just, anyway, all this to say, yeah, there are all kinds. <laughs> there are 62,000 and um, maybe the two 30 of, of them are good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. Everybody else, forget it. <laughs> oh, Christ. Mm -hmm. All right. You well. should have to, s okay, I'm going to put it out here. You should have to speak the country's language you have to <laughs> you have to you have to i think i don't see how you mm -hmm. couldn't mm -hmm. anyway um yeah i don't see how you can um and you know and new people sometimes too one time i had to help a woman uh write an amendment she had never done one before mm -hmm. and uh well and, like and he, i walked her through it I was so like, i think he done. hasn't maybe never done maybe in commercial i don't know janelle do you know more than me maybe they don't do them but he said, well, what if your clients don't sign it by the irrevocable? I said, well, then you don't have an yeah, amendment. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> There's no amendment. <laughs> How can that be? I'm like, that be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's a good one. <laughs> anyway. Okay. All, All right. right. Back to the topic at hand. Back to the topic at hand. Okay. We digress today. So we thought for fun, just because the prices, of course, are so obnoxious, um, that we looked to see what the lowest prices of property are in the city and it seems like the threshold is 700,000 like there's nothing really there's one house less than that but all these other houses that are in the cheapy cheapy cheap category are under 700,000 so we thought we would talk about that because there's a couple here that seem like not bad options well so what I would uh, stress before we talk about these is that these are asking prices so none yes. of these have sold so I can't speak to each of these but um, some of them seem like they've been on the market a while but they're some not sale prices they are yeah. asking prices but yeah no you know so you look at the nine that are for sale now they seem to be concentrated in a couple neighborhoods of the city mm-hmm um, I mentioned specifically Malvern uh, That's Rockcliffe. Scarborough. Malvern is sort of, you know, been notoriously known for not the best neighborhood in Scarborough, um, more for crime than anything. <laughs> right? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> she's giggling. Yeah. <laughs> Another one is uh, Keelsdale. Yeah. That seems uh, to be a few there. Yeah. Rockcliffe. Keel, Rogers Road. Mount Dennis. Yeah. Um, so there, there are actually not that very many pockets where there are these low-priced homes. Yeah. You're certainly not seeing any in the um, core of the city. There, none of them are... Well, I, 59 Craven. 59 <laughs> oh, Craven. I, well, I, I wasn't thinking that was the core of the city. Well, okay. I was saying there's none in C, in the central. No, okay. Yeah. So Craven... Uh, Craven Road, yeah. Craven Road. This is in... Um, it's kind of, I always considered no man's land between the beach and Leslieville. It's yep. kind of sitting yep. there, not yep. not belonging to anyone. Um, but very popular. But very popular. This little fella is up for five ninety nine, and uh, takes offers next week on Monday um, with no preemptive offers, and it's a two-bedroom, one-bath home. It is a row house. It doesn't have any parking, but it's a house. It's five ninety nine. 
um, you know, that may sell for maybe closer to seven or seven-ish, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, and it clearly needs a little bit of updating. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a home. And it's freehold. And it's, I w- you know, two bedrooms and a bath. A lot of the houses in this neighborhood have crawl spaces. They don't have basements. So it's not like you can have, you know, a large uh, basement area. But I think these this is a house that would definitely be worth considering. If yeah. you can put some money into it. That's right. right. You you end up owning property. You end up owning property. Yeah. It might not be your dream home, but to get into the market, you can't get your dream home in most circumstances. That's right. For most people. And this is a very popular area, you know, a booming area. See nothing that would change that. So it m- could be very well be a smart decision. That's right. And it's walkable to everywhere. Mm-hmm. And the lot is 18 and a half feet, which is, I've seen worse. That's not that bad. That's not that small. Mine's smaller. I think mine's like 16 or something. So, uh, yes, we had that one, which I thought was good. Um, We've got a couple others. Let's talk about the Malvern District. There's, uh, as we mentioned, there's a couple there that I think are are worth considering. Um, We've got one at 52 Goskin. This is $699. Yeah, I mean, the house looks really nice. It does. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, it's a three-bedroom and two-bath. It's quite renovated. This will obviously go higher. The offers yep. are next week. Uh, but it's got parking. It's a nice-looking house. Markham and Shepherd. Yeah, no, that looks really nice. Yeah. Again, a row house. Again, a row house, yeah. Um, we had another one uh, in Malvern on Burroughs Hall, which is also six ninety nine, And this one, I thought, looked pretty, pretty damn good, too. It's a semi-detached. Uh, been on the market two days, four bedroom and two bath, and offers will be next week. So again, we know these are going to go a little higher, but they are listed for you know under seven hundred thousand, and I think it's uh, it's a cute looking house. Mm-hmm, I agree, right? Mm-hmm. So if we want to move over to the Keelsdale area, we've got two. Um, the first one is one seventy four Kane Avenue at six ninety nine. It just went on the market today. This is uh, one that's going to be taking offers next week. It's a bungalow with three bedroom and two bath, and it, it is just cute as a button. Yeah, and it's got a separate entrance down to the basement um, that I don't think is outfitted for, um, you know, separate accommodation. But certainly there's potential here. Absolutely. Yeah, this is an area around Keel and Rogers, and I think that area is projected to be, like, one of the growth areas in the city. Yeah, I mean... Because it's so under... That's right. And you can get around, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a it's a place where you can get to mm-hmm. from, you know, you can. it's easy access to the TTC and all of that. Mm-hmm. It's detached, too. Yeah. Right? Another one out there is on East Drive, another little bungalow, just like that one. Yeah. Um, two bedroom, two baths with a finished basement. Um, again, this one has an offer date. Uh, of a oh, that's in Rock, Rockcliffe. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I moved around. Sorry. Silverthorne like is one. the other one in Keelsdale. Yeah. Yeah. So this one... Now here, this is this is something for everybody to consider. This home, three seventy Silverthorn, it's listed for seven hundred thousand. It's been on the market for one hundred and twenty six days. It's got nothing inside. It's been gutted. However, there's opportunity here. This home is detached. If you can get this house for less than it is listed for, and you know finish the renovations inside you've got yourself a nice little detached 
house with parking, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I haven't done the history on the house, and I don't know if you have, but it looks like someone took it over and wanted to try and renovate it, and it uh, it's not happening, and so it's for sale now. So it's, it's a good opportunity for someone to uh, finish the job. That's right. And add a lot of value to it. Yeah, I think, honestly, if you could pick this up even for... Uh, sorry, buyers, uh, sellers, and listing agent. But if you could pick this up even for you know six, what's well, been on the market sixes. for half a year? Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and maybe it's going to cost two hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. You're still ending up with a detached in the in the city, mm-hmm. right? Which is which is pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now let's go to uh, Rockcliffe Smythe. You were talking about Twenty East Drive. Yeah, I thought that one looked cute. Tiny little bungalow, um, two bedroom, two bath, if I recall. Yeah. Oh no, I'm looking at yeah. Completely renovated inside. Um, offers are September the 30th, so they are in a couple of days. Uh, but it is detached, two bedroom, two bath. Um, you know, you've got a decent sized lot here. You've got two parking spaces. I think this would be a sweet little first home. Yeah, and you know, my thoughts about all of these are that, you know, just people don't be so influenced by the HGTVization yes. of, uh, of houses. These are all examples of, you know, and don't be turned off by listings that say as is or needs work or, you know, th- that kind of wording because that's where the opportunity lies to make your mark and grow your equity rather than, um, you know, buying something that somebody has already done. Like here, here are nine opportunities to buy homes um, at un, you know at least asking unprecedentedly low prices, and so they need some work. So, yeah. So people do the work, right? As long as you can live in it, it's not going to fall in on you. I think there's good opportunity here. Yeah. You will make money. You just might have to do, you know, renovations over time. It doesn't mean you have to move into some beautiful, like you say, HGTV home. No. It just and means then some of them are work. really nice. Like this, um, this east one looks quite lovely, adorable, and it's a, a decent, big size lot. Yeah, it's got parking. It's detached. Yeah, I mean, who cares if you don't like the flooring in the kitchen? Change it. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And if you can't afford to change it, change Live it next it. year. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're right, though. There is definitely, I think, this this belief now with people that uh, they want. Yeah, they want it all right off the bat. Mm-hmm. It is fascinating, but they don't want to pay for it, though. Yeah. I don't know if it's a generational thing. I don't know what it is, but there's some entitlement or that's out there that um, I don't think it was around when we were younger. I didn't have to have the perfect house the first time. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's a relatively new thing. Yeah. I mean, I would have just been happy to get a house yeah, just to get in the market. That's right. mm-hmm. But I guess that's why we do this job. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, we also had in the same... Rockcliffe Smythe area, 68 Sandcliffe Road. Uh, this is a row house, three bedroom, two bath with parking. It is offers going to be taken. Um, uh, oh yeah, there are no offers taken on this one. Why did I see? Yeah, so these are this is an offers anytime house. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Looks like a nice house, staged nicely. Um, they've done a really nice job presenting it. Yeah, this one I have to do a little bit of research about. I have to admit here that, um, you know, until you have some personal experience with something yourself, you, you in this business you can sometimes see things that you're unfamiliar with. So this listing calls it a co-ownership property. Right. I'm surprised by that. Yeah. Um, um, 
I'm not, where I are mean, you, where are you even seeing in that? the body of the oh, text? Oh, I'm like, what is she saying? Oh, did, are they just saying you have to complete co-ownership forms? Oh, so it's like like a co-op, I yeah. guess. It's that's um very, quite unusual and an unusual uh, in my experience for this type of house to be a co co-ownership. Yes, but um, there are particularities related to co-ownership um, properties that you need to consider. So there are financing, I think, implications mm-hmm. and approval. Down payment, yeah. approval yeah. by the other yeah. members, assuming yeah. it's, it runs the same as a co-op. Yeah. And this one talks about, and I'm going to, so here I am probably not doing a good thing, but showing my ignorance, but it talks about uh, estoppel documents mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. available. I'm not yeah. sure I know what that means. That's like the, the it's like status oh, the, type of, oh. yeah. So it's not a comma, uh, uh, not a condo, but... Mm-hmm. Um, so because this that is kind of a unique situation, that's probably why they don't have an offer, might be part of the reason they don't have an offer date. But this looks like a really, really nice house. Yeah, it's really cute. Yeah, very yeah. cute. Uh, and it's been only on the market, what was it, eight days, mm-hmm. I think, right? And you can see with this one, uh, Janelle and I can see because we're looking at it, you know, that this listing agent has, uh, in my opinion, done a great job in having the house show so well. Absolutely. Yeah, it looks really cute. It looks very clean, freshly painted, and staged fabulously. Yeah, adorable. So I would expect this to to go for more than the 700 But um, it won't. I don't know. Yeah. Does it, well, I mean, there's no offer date now, no. so it probably won't. No. Yeah, and it's been out for eight days, as you say. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I okay. Would, if if well, you have some money hanging around, I'd, I'd be thinking about that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, let's talk about the Mount Dennis neighborhood. Our last tour in that community also six ninety nine. Um, we've got thirty five Ray. It's a little uh, bungalow, which is three bedroom and two bath. It has parking. It is a thirty one foot lot, which is pretty good. Um, we don't know anything about the interior other than it's being sold as is. I'm going to assume it's not in uh, the prettiest condition based on the fact that there are no warranties from the seller whatsoever clause. And there are no pictures, internal and there are pictures, no pictures on the listing. That's a clue. Right. But again, um, this is like Eglinton and Weston Road. You know, that's a good, easy access to transit. Yep. It's again detached it's got a good size lot and if you can pick this up for a decent price and put some work into it mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. where else are you finding a detached new own here mm-hmm. that's right um so again and it's you know i think it has potential i agree um we had 15 denarda as well in mount dennis which is also 6.99 it is also detached it has three bedrooms and three bathrooms and one parking space uh this one has an offer date of yesterday so it's not updated yet so we by the photos i'm certainly going to assume it's old looks lovely um it looks grossly underpriced yes now you know having said that we don't know for sure the details but if it's still kicking around and this is a price point that you're interested in buying something, you've got a couple of options here, right? Um, this one may may still be there tomorrow. Who knows? Maybe it didn't sell. I assume it yeah, probably you never did. know. Um, you never know. Mm-hmm. Now, under 700000 in the entire city of Toronto, we have nine listings, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's tough. Mm-hmm. Under 800000 you know, you get more. Obviously, if you want a condo under seven hundred thousand, you've got all kinds of options. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and that is a good place to start. It doesn't, you know, people that want to have the, um, the perfect home right off the bat without doing the step program are going to be disappointed. But if you can get yourself into a condo first, why not? Yeah, I agree. Right. Um, yeah, just out of interest, I'll just, I just wanted to look here because I thought this was interesting. If we looked at Toronto and all of the areas for condos under 700,000, there are 1,806. Yep. Now, obviously, there be some of those are going to be 300 square feet yeah. um, and studios and whatnot. But again, just getting into the market is better than not being in the market at all. I, I agree completely. Yeah. Um, okay, anything to add or have we exhausted this topic? I think we're good. Hope that everybody found that interesting. Although, yeah, you know, so. listening to somebody talking about a picture they're looking at, it might be kind of hard. But I uh, hope that gives you, I hope there are a couple of lessons out of here, but both on your experience this week with that great listing and uh, with these, uh, some lessons about where to look, um, what to expect, the importance of owning, and, you know, being realistic and doing Doing, putting in the time and doing some work. That's right. Th- those are my lessons out of today. Excellent. Glad we learned something today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much. As always, we always uh, appreciate it if you can follow us on our socials uh, at the Janelle Cameron team. And anyone else you think might be interested in this episode, just sh- let them know about it mm-hmm. and down make sure you're subscribing so you're you're uh, downloading all the latest we do upload every week and reach out with any questions and in the meantime we wish you happy real estate happy real estate everyone we hope you've enjoyed the toronto real estate show with the janelle cameron team but more importantly we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future we know buying and selling can be stressful so let us help If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from REMAX Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com, that's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com, or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.